Hermes, what are you still doing here, bro? What do you mean? What are you still participating in Web3 for? Um, Because I have fun here. I like having conversations on Twitter. I get to work out of the space. So, yeah. And I believe in the future of Web3 and what we're doing here. Although... I believe in the future of Web3. Elon, Elon got me doubting because uh, Twitter isn't it. This sucks. Twitter su- Why does Twitter suck? Are you seeing this Twitter space? I can only see you. Oh. Yeah, I I tried joining Bark Space last... Uh, I couldn't even fucking... Dude, I couldn't do anything. Couldn't request. Couldn't fucking do anything. So, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on with these Twitter spaces at the moment. We got Sappy Seals up here. We got fucking Best Buds up here. We got fucking Mutinates. We got fucking D-Gods now up here. We have every fucking blockchain up here. Every single fucking NFT up here. I don't want to hear from any of them. I want to hear from uh, this USD hedge.eth. Hashtag Bitcoin. Uh, USD hedge. Uh, are you a Bitcoin maxi? Look at this motherfucker. He comes up. Just spamming the laugh emoji. Don't worry. There's a place for you. It's called listener. All right. Well, we got A9 up here. A9, dude, why are you stealing people's fucking PFPs? Why do you think I stole it? Why do I think you stole it? Yeah. Like, uh, have, you, have you seen someone else with this PFP? I, I think I'm the first person to use this PFP. Why do you think, why do you think it's not mine? Well, I don't know. I just thought you stole it, man. My bad. Did you not steal it? No, you see, you can't just judge people like that, Alex. I went on OpenSea. I checked my Metamax balance. I saw uh, this board ape, and I took a screenshot, man. I put it in my PFP, so let's go. Have you noticed a difference? Yeah. Yeah. I, I work common spaces. Then these people start, like, you, you. I think I'm joining space because of my board ape. Bark has been inviting me. Everybody has been inviting because of this body. But I'm like, oh, I usually I should spend my money on body, but I just take a screenshot. Then everybody wants me. Everybody wants my attention. Alex, you called me up here. You, you, you begging me to respond. But oh, well, that's how it is. When I was using my in real life photo, you didn't ask me any questions, and I use this one on you. Like, oh, Aina, what's up, Aina? I want to be your friend, Aina. Okay, bro, let's go. Well, um, I'm looking at you as exit liquidity. I'm like, oh shit, that might be some exit liquidity. You might be able to exit my position on him. Uh, yeah, that's why I talked to you. I said, maybe he has some liquidity built up. Maybe I could say, hey, this NFT I'm bullish on. Maybe you'll go out and see. Now, uh, I know you won't. Uh, we got facts up here. Facts, what's your thoughts on people right-click saving PFPs? Yeah, I'm not a big uh, proponent of it. You know, I like to right click save the one of one art. That's that's kind of more of my style. Okay. Uh, oh shit! Fucking Bark got up here. Bark, dude, I could not join your space last space. I kept on like leaving, rejoining, leaving, rejoining. What in the fuck, dude? I thought you said Twitter was supposed to be like hella. It was gonna be a lot better when when Elon took over. Yeah, I fell. Like- I fell for the PR. Uh, he got me. Uh, he got me. You know, I'm seeing right through his shit now. You know, he says Twitter is Twitter has never had more active users, and then you look at it. Yeah, ninety nine percent of them are still fucking robots. So technically, he's not wrong. Uh, technically, he's not wrong, but he's also not right. Uh, the bots are now running around. I mean, it looks like fucking fucking Wally out here. 
but no, I am. Are you not bullish on Elon anymore? Mm. Well, I've always been bullish on Elon, but you are ultra bullish. Like you gotta get Twitter blue. Uh, for what, dude? They're not fucking. What are what? What are they using with that money? I mean, he scrapped the whole code. He tore down the sandcastle. You know, he tore down the sandcastle, and they had to build it from the ground up. So it's super. Now they got coins on here on a hidden menu. Uh, they got the coins feature rolling out, whatever the hell that means. So they are building. I mean, how quickly? How's your app going then, Alex? Why are you app watching, dude? Why the fuck are you app watching Elon, dude? How's your app going? I'm disappointed, dude. I was expecting a lot of features to roll out. Instead, we're losing features and we're getting taxed. It's getting worse and, and the price is now increased. So I'm get, becoming more and more bearish on Twitter. Do you think this is short term or you think this is going to be long? You think we're going to have more problems to face in the near future? I think there's more road bumps to come, but they don't give a fuck. I mean, they're going to put that thing in all wheel drive. Uh, they're just driving it straight up the mountain. They know there's going to be, they know there's going to be road bumps. You know, you can't, you can't expect to not make mistakes, right? In life, in business, you can't expect to not make mistakes. Also, you know, then you're not going to do any action. So he's willing to make mistakes at the expense of uh, all of the users' livelihood, safety, sanity. You know, just make a couple mistakes. Yeah, uh, you know, when millions of people depend on the platform for, you know, a job and a voice, you know, they'll get randomly banned, taken out, you know, because a project can't mend out their own, their own project. So uh, they have to take out other influencers. So, you know, yeah. So I think overall, I'm still bullish. I'm still bullish on Twitter, but are you prepared for more speed bumps? I mean, what happens what, if your account got banned again? Come back. Um, no, I just go to Discord. I just say, fuck it, dude. I can't deal with Twitter anymore. Go to Discord. Uh, Discord just rolled out some cool ass features, um, but the, you know there's a, a limited networking effect that you have with Discord that they need, they need to solve. But I think it, they kind of like it that way. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but I've been reading that TikTok is actually um, has a bunch of malware on malware on it from China. Did you hear that? Oh no! You, you, you know, no, this isn't a joke. Like this. Wait, is, what's TikTok? TikTok. It's an application. There is. Allegedly, malware put on that application by China. Do you agree or disagree with what I just said? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Look, you can pretend like it's not happening. Why, why do you think the United States is trying to ban TikTok? I have no comment on this matter. I know a guy that has like millions of TikTok followers. He's like a suit salesman or something. He's probably tripping right now, man. I don't know. I don't know if you guys listened to Elon. He was on Spaces for a while yesterday. And he basically said he bought Twitter to save civilization. He was like, he was like, yeah, I saw this, what was happening with free speech and the media. And he basically boils it down to like, he's doing this for civilization. Also like daily active user, daily active users are way up too. So like, this is, this is what happens when you're at his level, dude. You save civilization and you flip this app into like something super powerful that everybody wants to use. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty impressive. All right. All I'm going to say is that the version, there's two versions of TikTok. Okay. It's owned by ByteDance, which is a Chinese company. And they ship out two different versions. One is for the uh, people in China and one is for every other country. The one in China when you scroll on TikTok, it's educational videos, videos of the military, science experiments, 
you know, family, that type of thing. And they can only go on for 45 minutes a day. And then you look at the U.S. Ver version. It's, uh, it's nicknamed the opium version because it just sucks out the life of its users. That's what it's nicknamed. So there are two different types. Do I believe that TikTok is a weapon? Um, I love TikTok and the company behind it. That's all I have to say about that. I don't know Bark. if we can trust this guy, man. Bark. Bark. <laughs> Wait, is Machi up here? I don't even see him on my screen. This app is so dog shit. I mean, is that Machi talking, Bark? Is that Machi? Yo. No, hey, you ready? Yo. Yo. Dude, Machi, it's been this that time of the year. You Yo. don't sleep. You know, you haven't been sleeping much lately, huh, bro? Dude, it's 8 a.m. It's like morning time, facts. He's eating his pancakes, his waffles, his scone, a little, uh, little uh, bowl of ice cream. You know, he's getting his, getting his Starbucks tea, his Trenta, uh, strawberry, lemonade, matcha uh, with extra ice. Machi, um, if Twitter – so I was thinking about this Twitter token. If they roll it out. How can they? How can people use up their tokens? So you get the token for engaging in Twitter, but what would you use the token for? Uh, these these uh, social media tokens have uh, been around for a while. So uh, the first is they always promise the same utility, which is uh, you can use the tokens to buy ads. Yeah, that that would be the you know boost posts, buy ads. Yeah, that okay, would be the first. Why not de utility? decentralize that to like users like? Um, I get the advertising. What if uh, you could use the tokens to buy likes, buy follows, buy retweets? Uh, so, so once the platform gets too much like uh, pay to play or something like that, you lose the organic content. Um, I mean, the, the age old problem with social media tokens and trying to decentralize the social media is that uh, once the behavior, the behavior of all the users are going to change once it's all incentivized, it's gamified, right? Like you're not going to get as many organic takes. It's hard to get an organic take to start with, right? Or to get this organic social interaction. And, um, but once you put in like money, you know, once money gets on, it corrupts the system. So some kind of, it's kind of like uh, the Elon Musk free speech problem right now is, is like, okay, you're going to get rid of free speech, but then you get yay go, going wild. And then now you're like, oh no, I can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. So, it's always like a rock and hard place. It's always like, you know, uh, trying to find this balance. So, again, with the social tokens, if you find the right, no one's done it yet, right? But once someone figures it out, uh, it will work because oh, I think it it could work. I mean, I, I I gave a shot at it in 2017 with Mithril. I tried to do this social token thing, and uh, it didn't work for me. I mean, uh, maybe I didn't keep trying hard enough. Or I didn't keep keep iterating um i mean even today <laughs> there's still a small mithra team trying to uh, build a social platform that works with the token economics and whatnot but uh it's it's tough why uh why has nobody created a nft focused social media platform like one that's very friendly and supports i mean why has nobody done that yet that's my question why has no one successfully done it i know there's been many attempts you see them at fucking every NFT conference. It's the social media team. They're creating the first NFT social media. There's even like an NFT 
like Tinder and you like swipe right and left on projects, like ones that you like and ones that you dislike. Um, you know, why not? Somebody like some project founder so, just literally said, why not? Um, <laughs> we, we, you know what? Like uh, Mithro built it already before. Mithro built a dating app that uses PFPs and avatars, right? Because uh, the thesis was uh, don't judge a book by its cover. Let you talk to people first before you really know what they look like. And you can try to, you know, oh, man, I found my soulmate. You can really talk with them. The problem that we ran into, though, a couple of them, one is that uh, once they do meet in person, like, holy shit, that wasn't what I was expecting. And then they're less like, okay, so then you find out that the, the engagement on your app just starts dropping. It started hot, but it, it fell off real quick once people started meeting up and uh, – yeah, so people do judge by looks, you know, and that's what you start finding out. That's the uh, one of the hard facts of life. Secondly, um, <laughs> you find out that um, in this day and age with the, the, the power of the filters, it's better than avatars. It's better than using PFPs to date because um, you pretty much can look any way you want already. Like, and it'll look like real life. It'll look like, wow, that person's really good looking or really hot. And um, it, it's a little catfishy, but uh, it works even better than PFPs and avatars. So uh, in that sense, that part of the social media dating with PFPs or dating with avatars doesn't really work. Or, or maybe someone else could figure it out. Someone smarter than me and my team or whatever could figure it out. But we, we couldn't figure out how to do PFP avatar dating. I'm more interested in Mithril. Where did it fail? I, I gave you guys a couple examples. Um, so an easy rule set to fix, but initially we started, we, we kept it really simple. One like or one view or whatever would count it as like one point, right, in, in the system. So a lot of people would game it by just taking, you know, taking like 100 fucking photos a day, kind of like the way you guys do NFT inspect, you know, the more tweets per day or replies you, you guys get, you'll climb their fucking ranks, right? So these people are like, oh, I'll just take a bunch of pictures and all this shit and, and I'll, I'll I'll just farm these fucking tokens for content, right? Or they'll create bots or fake accounts and start liking their own shit back and forth. Like, so half the time you're just fighting like bots and, and fake likes and, and retweets or whatever, right? So, I mean, um, like the Steppen app probably has to fight people pretending to jog around, right? Or, or taking steps. Uh, one way they just do it in a broad sense, they just make it, okay, it's limited to this many tokens per day. And then and then they kind of fix some of their problems. But it's a constant fight. And that's why I say I, I took the analogy to compare it with this free speech stuff and what content is cool or not. Like the government calls you, your fucking company and says, hey, this is like national security. You got to ban these tweets or you got to ban these fucking accounts. And then what? You're going to say no or, or you, you go, no, 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 freedom of speech over national security. Like there are going to be there are going to be th these kind of problems where it's like you can't make a right decision. You can only do one that is better for what? Which KPI? So like uh, a couple of the, the things I just told you are, are some of the problems. And the, like so where's the money coming from? Like you want to buy these ads or, or ad money is going to come in, right? Like if you look at it, once the content gets too crazy on Twitter, like there's there's advertisers that says, well, fuck you, I'm not going to advertise here. Or if it's t too politically left or right, a bunch of advertisers won't won't spend money on Twitter anymore. So same as if you had a social platform and you said the income or the revenue or the value came from advertisers, 
and then the audience that's going to be looking and tweeting or retweeting the content and, and looking at these ads, you got to match the two up, right? So if your content isn't good, there won't be advertisers. If your content is shitty, there, there's not, yeah, it's, it's just not going to have advertisers. But how are you going to get good content if it's all people that are there just to try to earn ad revenue or tokens or whatnot? That's what happened with Axie Infinity, right? Everyone was there. They're like Axie Infinity, that, that's kind of, okay, their, their problem is like, you didn't even there to play the game. You're just there to farm, right? So then it's not about the fun. So uh, th- this is where the, the unicorn comes in, right? This is where the billion-dollar uh, question is. And if you can solve it, if you can continue to solve this problem, then you have uh, uh, one of these unicorns, like a Twitter or Facebook or something. You would have a system, right? You would is have it, a Bitcoin. Is the, unicorn, is the unicorn a play-to-earn game that's fun and you can make money in? Is that a is that the unicorn? <laughs> oh fuck, that sounds like a decacorn or a fucking hundred corn or whatever the fuck you want to call that. Or popcorn, I don't know. Like yeah, you ain't gonna like I don't might as well say, Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna build robots that will clean your house and uh you know, pleasure you and do all that other shit. Fuck, well imagine if I'm at CSGO is pretty much there. Uh CSGO has its own marketplace and you can trade them third party. Uh, so, so those are all billion dollar uh, projects that you're talking about. Like those, like League of Legends, they're already selling you skins. Those are pretty much NFTs that you can't transfer to another chain or another. So game why haven't they? Why haven't they made them into NFTs? Is it, advent- wouldn't it be advantageous for the game developer? No. If I'm a game developer, I'm League of Legends, or I'm any of these big ones, Fortnite or whatever you want to call it, right? I'm already banking the shit out of this stuff. Why would I disrupt my market? Why would I cannibalize my own business or even take a chance at it by by introducing something new or new wrinkle to the to the to the perfect model I have? I have you guys play my game, buy my shit every fucking day. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take a chance at, at fucking that shit up. And if I see a competitor try and do it, like, oh, I'm I'm League of Legends but with NFTs, I'm gonna figure every freaking way to smash that down before it, it comes up. Smash it down. You mean like take them, take care of them, or yeah, take care of them, get rid of them. Just don't, don't have them around trying to like fucking. What does that mean? It's a revenue. What is, what does that mean? Don't have them around. I mean, I, never mind. So okay, that would that, be a point. Go ahead. No, like like why is it? <laughs> check how dirty the business gets, right? You you don't know Mark Zuckerberg the what he did to his friends his. Harvard classmates when he wanted to come up, look at the things he did, those those dirty moves, right? And not only him, like um, you see it <laughs> everywhere in business and it's it's ugly, right? Like <laughs> the original trolls is Pepsi, you know, when Coke was number one, what did Pepsi do? Oh, we have a taste test. Yeah, with paid actors fucking all day long scam the public saying, oh yeah, look, taste test Nine out of ten love Pepsi. Uh, that's back when the Wild Wild West, when no one checked commercials and no one checked paid actors. But everybody was a reality show star back in the day already. They're already paying influencers back then. And, yeah, and, uh, bro, those influencers were trying to dump that second-rate cola on everybody, dude. And they and they did. Like Pepsi tastes like shit. Well, I don't know. Maybe now there's people that actually like it, but fuck, Coke was always better. Yo, but, they got Kendall Jenner. Or remember that commercial when she like ended all the world's problems and she like walked in a Pepsi commercial? Okay, I, 
that's a different generation. <laughs> you have a different. I just saw the pe- Pepsi taste like when I was a kid, and I kind of believed it. So I tried some Pepsi. Tastes like shit. I, I went back to Coke. Okay. But, uh, oh, uh, okay. That's Miami only. Okay, so here's Machi. Why you have a company like uh, you know CS:GO? Or you have a game like CS:GO. Don't they want the people who buy skins for the in-game use and then a secondary market of people who just want to trade the assets? Like, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that increase your uh, transaction volume on your platform? And like, why wouldn't you want that to be with NFTs? Okay, so so World of Warcraft, if you played uh, tons of gold, tons of items, everything like that, secondary markets popped up all over the internet. I had friends that popped some up on their own internet called warcraftloot.com or whatever, try to trade that shit. Warcraft Blizzard right away said, fuck that shit. That marketplace needs to be in-game, in in our fucking platform, not out there, secondary, open source. So they just started like, if your account is trading some kind of shit and we catch you doing you know trades outside of our marketplace in our servers and in our game, uh, we're banning you. And and that's what they did. They banned accounts. They, they went after people and then... Uh, uh, they reined it in, and so people have to trade onside their their in game uh, marketplace. Again, um, like trying to do GameFi was five years ago, and it was Axie Infinity who kind of cracked the code. Look, they didn't even crack it one hundred percent, and look how well they did, right? So, and, and you got Animoca, you got people investing billions of dollars trying to figure this this out. So. We're in the first, second, third inning. And again, I'm not going to say it'll never work. I'm just saying the current environment right now is like that. These Web2 gaming companies are not going to let go of their power. And they're going to try everything they can to prolong it. And um, they're like the banks. They're going to keep peeking at this technology and even even experiment, experimenting with it until it's like, oh, it works. Or, oh, no, it's threatening us or there's no way we can avoid it. And they jump in. Look at JP Morgan, the fucking CEO, Jamie Diamond, kept calling Bitcoin, ETH, everything a scam, 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 scam. And then you see JP Morgan like offering custodial service for Bitcoin. Oh, we're going to do a fund. We're gonna... They just capitulated like this fucking space, the name of spaces. They're definitely memeing, them. dude. They're memeing. They want to drive the price down so they can scoop that shit up. What are you talking about? They're like, the, oh, the, the we fidelity has Bitcoin somebody, somebody came up on spaces and said, every time you guys fund a project, I sweep the floor. They said that. And I was like, what oh, the no, hell? No, Why would that, you do that? Because they said every that, time we fund a project, it pumps. That, there's no yeah, way. No, no, no. There are definitely people with those kind of theses and theories, right? When something gets funded really hard or it's down fucking bad, there's just people that go buy blood in the street. There's people that will buy, like, distressed assets. They look for that kind of stuff, right? Of course, it can't be a total distressed asset that has no chance of coming back. But they love... You know, there's people that love what do they call that? They like go, buying on every time there's a sale, like a like a you know those those you fire know, sale, like, yeah, fire sale, any kind of sale. That's what they love buying. There's just people like that, man. Oh, it's cheap. Let me buy it. Oh, it's on discount. Let me buy it. Like you could probably fool them. You all this eighty percent off, even though you marked it up a hundred percent. They'll buy it because that's in their nature. <laughs> like, um, and, and, and you know, buy low, sell high. So it makes sense to a lot of people. So. Like when you're talking about like a project getting funded down by like Alex or something, and the price tips down, they go, oh, then then they get they super into it. Yeah, they're like, oh, thanks for Alex and Park to fund down that project. Now I'm gonna buy it. And then when you guys stop funding, it starts climbing. They're like, boom, bang! I knew it, I knew it. And then they're probably thinking that 
Alex and Bark butted it down, bought a huge bag themselves, and let it come come back up. You know, you guys funded it just like, like you said, J.P. Morgan funds Bitcoin, right? So they can get it cheap. Yeah, Alex and Bark funds a project because they want to get it cheap. Yo, uh, Machi or or Bark or Alex, I know you guys all hold mutants. Have you guys seen Mutant Hounds? This project that's coming up by Mutant Cartel. How many? Hold on, before we go any further, how many fucking whitelists do you have backed? Well, the way it works is Mutant Holders. This is why I'm bringing it up. This is why I'm bringing it up. I know, bro. Um, this is an NFT space. You can't talk about NFTs. No, 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 this no, is what's going what on. Facts is sneaky shilling. That's what we're going to call you from now on, Facts. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, okay, just how many whitelists do you have, Facts? This MFer's name is Shillin' Villain, dude. This MFer's name is Shillin' Villain, <laughs> man. We cannot, we cannot proceed. We cannot proceed. Okay. I love facts. I love facts. Hey, let facts speak. Let facts speak. Not that I have a bag. Not we just need to know. Ass. We're transparency. Okay, Monty's got the bag too. Uh, I got a hundred. I have a hundred of the white. Hundred of the white. <laughs> yeah, Monty loves to hear it, dude. Look, every mutant ape, board ape, uh, is is a, essentially an allow list, but it's still. It's still like a 0.25 ETH unless you're already holding um, like a mutant cartel NFT. But basically, this is this project is uh, by Mutant Cartel, which is started by Lior. And Lior is a mega mutant holder. Alex, take care of this. Take care of this. Facts. What the fuck, dude? How much are you being paid, bro? Bro, I got like one gonna... fucking NFT, bro. You guys act like I'm going to like dump my one nft on like 500 it's just a people joke! It's just a meme. oh my god okay hold on two weeks from now one of our accounts is gonna get banned i'm calling it i mean it happens every time it's it, we're one for one i don't point. even know where to go to talk about nfts anymore around here you know you want to talk about nft you're shilling dude you know you don't want to talk about i don't know <laughs> Bring the fucking founder up here, and then we can have conversation. Now I don't want to hear from you, facts. You may be getting paid. Get his bitch out. Look, tell him to shove his fucking dollar bills up his ass, and you bring his ass up here. That's the thing, man. All people need to do is disclose. All of this beef about pumping and dumping and everything, it could be addressed if you just disclose, like, hey, I'm talking about XYZ project because they're they're uh, this is a sponsored ship or advertisement. Look, bro, influencers when Michael Jordan was, you know, in McDonald's telling you how great McDonald's is, setting the United States on like a, the most unhealthy course in human history, like nobody was like, "Oh man, he pump and dumped those Big Macs on everybody, dude." No, because you knew this was a commercial. You knew it was an advertisement. As long well, as people disclose this is prime time. There's no commercials. This look. This isn't your favorite. You know. This isn't your favorite Twitter space. Okay. This ain't the hifty beta. Okay? It is, dude. This is. This is. This is my favorite. This ain't, this ain't exposed Web three. You know. We, we keep it. We keep it transparent. We keep it 100% transparent. So if you can't tell us how many whitelists you have, um, we cannot move forward on the. On the uh, would you call them the pudgy uh, flappers? Okay, so we cannot move forward on the pudgy flappers. I I don't want to talk about that anyways. I'm more interested in mithril failures 
Because from what I understand, from Machi said it failed because it got bought in. Is that is that is that what I'm understanding? That people were just uh, yeah, I don't know much. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, it started <laughs> it started as Instagram, right? So we did that, and then you're like, okay, maybe it's not just the bots. Maybe it's because we don't have the right features. So we built a TikTok. Uh, and then we're like, okay, maybe that, that's not that's not uh, the only thing missing. Um, and and then and then we built a, a separate platform called Machi X, which is like NFT uh, music NFTs, which pretty much uh, deviated from the social parts. But it was part of it was because we we're thinking maybe we should get like music fans like that community together because they love like music or a certain artist, and that would that would work. I mean, we kept iterating. It's not just uh, we kept running into into brick walls that that weren't working. I mean, we built a we built a clubhouse. It's called Fam F A M. Um, it's just like I think it would take. Well, you know, during that time, there's also a BitClout that came came and went. A social platform called BitClout. Like, but that one, like in my opinion, was like so fucking shady. And, and the thing is, the other one is this, Alex. I I think. Timing again. Some things are timing. Friendster was either too early, then it was you know MySpace seemed not too early, but it was, and then it was Facebook, right? And Facebook, even though it's early, and I would consider it a success because it was leveraged into buying Instagram. When Instagram might have replaced them, they bought it out. WhatsApp looked like it might replace Facebook, and they got bought out. So when this Snapchat looked like it was going to replace, they tried to buy them, didn't buy them. Out. They went to war, and and then. You know, uh, Instagram copied those story posts, and now TikTok's threatening that throne, and everybody's copying their the same functions, right? Like this is an ongoing war, like it's not ending. And and now Twitter's back, and they're saying like, oh, you know, we're, we're gonna bring back Vine because they know they got to do something against TikTok. Like social media is not uh, going away, right? And uh, I guess the holy grail here is how to have the ownership of social media belong to the people and the content creators, the community, and not, you know, leave 10% for the founders and the people operating the team, but the other 90% should somehow be figured out to be owned by the community. That would be the most Web3 ethos type of of, of play or or uh, protocol. That's what people are trying to figure out right now, right? That's, that's what, when you bring this up, that's the holy grail, Um is it going to go down in history that a lizard figured it out? I hope so. It would be it would be great. Um, like, um, but like, what else made Mithril fail? I, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, there was a lot of things going for us, and and we we spent a lot of time um, figuring it out. And like I said the last thing we built was Fam, a, a clubhouse competitor. Uh, our angle was like, oh. We, we will do it for Asia while, while you know, clubhouses dominate America. And we had a bunch of Asian celebs using it and trying it and doing, like, dating dating type spaces. There was, like, you know, you know, like, mental health spaces. There's all kinds of spaces, comic spaces, everything you can think of. But um, just like clubhouse, it kind of just died off. You know, people thought it was really fun at first, but uh, it dropped off pretty fast. And I guess uh, – you know the 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 Mithril team that's still around. They're building an IM right now. That's that's last I heard. IM that has to do with NFTs and blah blah blah. But we'll we'll see what what they come up with. I mean, 
they're just not done. They just keep going. What's your thoughts on building on top of Twitter? There's going to be the pros and cons. One, uh, you're, you're a little vulnerable to them, but you can also accept all you get. You get to uh, piggyback off a lot of uh, the network, right? So, um, would I recommend it? I don't know. Just, just go for it. Fuck it. I mean, the the thing is, if you go from scratch where you're not building on anything with Twitter, like have nothing to do with Twitter, you might you might lose without even starting, right? Like it's just it's one more thing you're gonna have to build that that is gonna impede the progress of the speed of market. Hmm. Yeah, I hate creating the reliance on Twitter, but what you're saying is there's almost no way to compete with these MFers. I mean, is there? Is there? I, I don't know. Uh, a decentralized application, social media. What is the most decentralized? I don't think there is one. Maybe there. There is. You were decentralized. Doesn't work right now. It's impossible. You can't the have. Tech a is not, app. The tech is not there for you to do a completely decentralized app right now because the transaction fee is way too slow. Yeah. And anyone that claims that like Solana could do it because they have like fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, a million transactions per second. Look, Solana. <laughs> Solana hasn't really hit like an app that is like banging, right? Like the second Solana gets like a, a, a Twitter on there, it's gonna die. It'll, it'll just crash. It won't even run. Like it, it'll slow down to it'll slow down to a crawl. Dude, um, un- a couple months ago, I could buy. You know, okay, a Frappuccino costs more than a fucking Solana now. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, that shit is down ninety five. And the holders are the the ones that are down bad. I mean, they're delusional. You know, they say they're they're like quantum. Yeah, it's bad. I would not be building anything on Solana. I think if you build on top of Twitter, you're putting yourself at a massive risk. You're one ban away. I mean, look what happened with Tate. You know, before the he got banned off everything. Look what happened to Donald Trump. He had his platform removed. And we've seen that with Alex Jones, that Twitter is willing to take a stance against Alex Jones and keep him banned. What if they felt the same way about you and banned everything you were associated with, your company? So, so, so well, let's, let's go back for some examples, right? Like uh, Zynga. Zynga built on top of Facebook, right? Because Facebook ads were friendly towards – were real loose back then. You could You could advertise anything. So these, like – Mobile games, Zynga would, would just like fucking bang everybody, Farmville and everything, and use the viralness of like, oh, your friend is playing, or your friend just earned like a piece of corn or whatever. And then like people would share, like, I got 10 corn. Everybody's like, whoa. And then like it, it worked. Like they set up everything so that it would have these hooks, mental hooks, like this do- dopamine hits that would get everybody to play together. And, and like things that need your friend's help, like, oh, if your friend comes helps you farm, you're going to get more corn. So, anyways, these these mobile games were fucking hit, making money hand over fist, and Facebook took a look at that and said, "What the fuck am I doing, letting Zynga make all this money on my platform?" And well, but but oh, but why bring that up, Alex? Because maybe you should do it anyways. Because Zynga still hit like a billion dollar IPO and whatnot, and then got you know bought out or got a bunch of like a, a, a super huge exit, even though. In the end, they got kicked off of Facebook, and Facebook took over their own, or they more more like uh, open sourced it. I think they even got some Zynga stock. Whatever, things can be worked out. Things can be worked out. Like if you build something that is badass on Twitter, I don't really see. I can see them fucking with you to get you to the negotiation table to take you out, but I don't. If you really build something of value, people will. Uh, 
this <laughs> all right, I'm not gonna name which country, but some countries are gonna want to smash you right away. But projection, got name. What I can tell about U.S. corporations, they will rather buy you than compete against you to start. They're gonna come and negotiate first. If you don't sell it to them, then they build a competing app or a competing service or fuck with your service and they come to the negotiation table. That's what happened. How often does it happen, Alex? Are you on? Are you on a motorcycle? What? No. Um, I'm on a bicycle. Mati, how often do competitors do that in tech? Like, like fuck around and not just play the right way, but like fuck around and find out type stuff. It's all fucking day, man. It's all fucking day. I mean, it's all over the like tech crunch. Well, no, maybe maybe you can't read all of that through tech crunch, but. Um, <laughs> you got to go to Silicon Valley, fuck around and find out. You got to, you know, try the VCs. You got to, you got to like build a competing app with other app, app builders to find out how, well, you know what you could, uh, since we're all NFT experts here, or we're all hanging out at NFT states, check out how NFT projects treat each other. Um, I'll, I will be first to say in web three and NFT space, everybody's a little more friendly, uh, a little bit, at least on the surface. I think one of the fucking rang goes on under the table and uh, you know, I'm not trying to put a tinfoil hat on right now, but anytime you see a hack on a protocol, it's probably the other protocol that did it. Are you, uh, are you saying that NFT founders get along? Better than, better than, you know, web three, it feels better than the average I, I, I say this, I'm, I'm like waiting for Alex to go, what the fuck? I've been stabbed in the back or people are so fucking fake, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, I really believe in Web 3, it's way better than Web 2. It was a breath of fresh air. And to me, it just felt different from corporations. DAOs felt different from corporations. Of course, I've had my run-ins where I'm like, okay, um, maybe maybe Web two is better, you know, here and there. But then I then I then I, if I if I sit down and look at it again and try to be a, a, as objective as possible, I believe Web three is friendlier, is okay. better than Web two. I don't know. I've ran into some interesting people in Web three. Yeah, you've least... met some bros that. Are you you've met some snakes that say, bro. Hey. <laughs> yeah, snakes don't say hiss anymore. They say bro, bay, homie. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've found them all. Somehow I've managed to find all of them. Uh, they're slithering all over the place, Macho. You're, you're saying I should be shaking hands. Meanwhile, they're biting me in the neck. They're trying to venomate me. Uh, Bark, I mean, what do you – no, I don't actually – I want to actually ask you about the mithril, the mithril token. What was the utility for it? For, for you, Mithril? Yeah, well, I don't know if that was the was that the token name Mithril. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So in 2017, when when okay, go back then, a utility is is basically it needs to be spent somewhere, kind of like where um, right now, what was it called? Anyways, ApeCoin is being used at Gucci, let's say, right? Accepted as a form of currency, then you're you're like the go you're like you're you're like badass, right? So at the time when we launched Mithril, aside from you being earnest socially. Um, we have to go find people that will accept it, right? So we had like clothing stores. We we did like 
um, I mean, we even got the live streaming, uh, my live streaming app to accept it. Although the board members were totally against it. Like, fuck that shit. What the fuck is this Mithril token? And I would have to show them liquidity, right? I show them the centralized exchanges are, are, are trading it. Look at this volume. You know, the coin is worth billions of dollars. And, um, you know, my, my board w- was pretty pissed that, but, you know, grudgingly accepted it as a form of payment, right? And uh, it was a form of payment, like some <laughs> some shabu places in Taiwan. Um, so so that's where you could use it. I mean, you could use it to buy things with it. You could use it to spend on some services. But um, what you realize back then is no one actually wanted to buy or, or do anything with these, these currencies because of how hot the market was at the time. Current, there was no such thing as a currency. Everything was a store value. You just want to hodl it. Nobody wanted to sell their coins or, or you even spend them on Shabuware because it might go up 2x, 3x, 5x, 10x in the next month. Like Things were hot back then. Um, what else could you use Metro for? That's it. Just as a form of currency. You could buy things with it. Why the fuck would merchants... You, a lot, why would they take mithril yeah who's who, who funding who is who's funding that liquidity pool we okay so first we built we built a wallet like there's, there's a mithril wallet back then that that would buy and sell mithril right on the spot you could scan a qr code and then use your mithril at a shabu store straight up or a clothing store you could just buy clothing with it and with the wallet you just gotta download the app like we built the whole solution back then and then the, the other part is um, you're asking why. Again, I told you, like, it, it would go from Mithril straight to USDC or whatever you want. I mean, there's a deep enough liquidity pool for, for Mithril at the time. Yeah, I mean, who's who's the one supplying liquidity for this? It, it was – okay, so Mithril at the time was a huge coin. Uh, and it was, like, on OKX. Uh, it was on BitThumb in Korea. It was on Binance. I mean, th- and it was over on 30-plus exchanges. Uh, at the time so who's providing it like everyone <laughs> everyone and and you, you could farm it at the time back then you could farm it with their apps and you you would go collect your you, you know claim your mithril and and uh like like everybody's trying to uh fuck around finding out with with apple iStore or google it's very hard to do crypto on there um we were we we're early we we're pioneers back then like we would <laughs> well we're not pioneers this is what basically we did like anything crypto related is server side. So after we pass the uh, iOS or Android um, applications, then we turn it on on the server side. Um, it's an old trick. Everybody does it uh, back then. And um, yeah, it was tough to do crypto, you know, at the time in 2017, 2018. So there, there's literally zero use case for this token and people are willing to buy it. So the, you could, instead of using fiat, you use mithril. That's literally the only... What do you, you mean that at the time to, okay, what, what could you do with Litecoin, right? What could you do with any of the coins back then? It was if you could use it as a form of currency, it was considered valuable. Like the KPIs of, of crypto back then was, can it be used as a form of currency? Well, people accept it and, and, and use it. That's, that's the value, right? Secondly, um, other KPIs is like, how liquid is it? Like, is there liquidity? Is it being traded? Like, so the more exchanges you were on, the the more valuable your coin was. I mean, those were the main KPIs at the time. Okay, so that that's all you needed was a was a token that could be used. Hmm. Like, 
Okay, imagine if you were a merchant, right? Would you accept Bitcoin? You, it, it was there was already very few places that did accept Bitcoin, but if they did, great, they accept Bitcoin, right? Do they accept ETH? Yes. And then what are the next few coins after that? At the time, right? Like, uh, it was Litecoin. Um, Ripple wasn't really accepted anywhere. Um, and and Mithril in Asia, Mithril is being pushed, like it was being pushed hard to, you know, be a form of currency. It's interesting. It was a big dream. It was it was a lot of work, and and uh, but you know once the bear market hit, everybody woke the fuck up and said, "Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? Why are we doing you know like once once the momentum broke, it was really tough in 2018." And you stuck it out. Yeah, we what, kept what, going. What what did you do to pass the time? <laughs> we don't pass no time. I told you we built Machi X. It's a music NFT. One of the first right music NFTs. It. That's why we knew NFTs, and we did what fifty-eight. We we tokenized fifty-eight music copyrights. And the, if you know artists and and music, it's very hard for them to trust you with their rights. But because we have background and we have experience, we convinced fifty-eight of these songwriters and 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 music copyright owners to tokenize their their music. The 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 problem we found out there is a lot of these artists aren't the ones writing their music, right? If you don't have anybody shilling the token or the music copyrights, it's not worth as much as it looks. Like these are the hottest songs in in Asia, but um, would you buy it? You you would need to have like the star themselves shilling the token. They won't because they didn't write the token. They got no bag. They got no. They got no uh, horse in the game. So we did that for about a year, a little over a year, and then again all those iterations of. TikTok, dating apps with filters or PFPs or avatars, like that all all came along. And again, the fam, and, and we just kept going, like nonstop. And um, Alex, dude, Alex, are you at the mall? Are you doing Christmas shopping? What's going on, bro? Can you hear that in the background? Yeah, it sounds like you're on an escalator. You're going up. You got some. Why are you, uh, why are you fucking escalator watching him, dude? Dude, I want to know what he's picking us up for Christmas, Bart. Oh, no. Okay, so the, the what is it, the special love potion, the Axie Infinity token, I guess that's the first one that is memorable that wasn't just, that could had some some type of you. What, what all could, the, I think they had their market, like Axie Infinity has their own marketplace that you go use the token. I don't, does anyone know off the top of their head what the utility is for the their, S, their SLP token? No, that's the problem is nobody has figured out in GameFi how to create enough demand to keep those tokens from going to zero. So every single one is just a different size Ponzi scheme and unfolds at a different rate, you know. But I think ultimately, like what needs to happen is, you know, these I don't know. Nobody knows how to create enough demand for those tokens. So just like every other token, dude, that was the hottest game because it was pumping. It was, everybody's making money. There was a hack. That was one issue that they had. And the other issue was ultimately the coins to just get dumped, 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 dumped. There's no buy side. That's every every GameFi developer's problem at the moment. What if we gamified? Like, yeah, I think, I think, dude, I think there's something there on Twitter. I think there's a game to be played on Twitter. Just by seeing like NFT inspect, a lot of people play that game. And there's no incentive, not an incentive. 
I don't know. I think there's a lot to there. I think there's something there. What do you think? Facts? You think you could gamify Twitter? I mean, if Elon would like fire up a liquidity pool for this Twitter coin, <laughs> that'd be something else. But but in reality, like what Machi was kind of saying about the incentivization of the engagement and like if it's you know, like if it's worth something, like if this coin is worth ad spend, which that's a high utility, that's a big deal. There's a lot of people that would, you know, that are currently using Twitter to promote, not as many as there could be. Um, but if that was the case, if you could accrue those coins, then suddenly people would just be out here absolutely botting and just doing whatever they can to generate that coin. It messes the incentives all up, you know, so... But one thing that Elon did say, he said very clearly uh, in response to a question, he said that on Twitter, there needs to be more uh, a way to have long form content written and long form content video and content creators should have a way to monetize that. So those were his words. And that's, you know, I think that makes people like Bark, you know, very bullish. Park, are you bullish on content creators being paid for their efforts? Yes, but not even that necessarily. I just think giving them systems to empower themselves to like build businesses on top of your platform is also just critical as well. I mean, you don't necessarily just want to hand out money to people who are just going to pull money off of the app and go spend it on stupid shit. You would ideally want to reward creators who are going to take money and reinvest in themselves and in their brands and in their, in their, you know, products or whatever, like reinvest. So the more, I think you can be more careful with how you structure an app. If you're just doing handouts, you're going to attract a certain type of person. If you are doing opportunity and rewarding creators who are going to use them, you know, you can't determine how someone's going to use the money, but like there's certain things you can look out for, you know, if it's just a kid going viral, who's like 11 years old versus, you know, someone who's like, you know, someone who's making professional videos at a high level that are constantly going. So you have to think about those things. It's, it can't be perfect. But yeah, I am bullish on creators making a living. I really am. Uh, that would be nice. You know, you, if you spread your content across all the major platforms, shorts, uh, YouTube shorts, Instagram reels, TikTok, Snapchat reels, you can make if, if you're uh, really like a top, top uh, 10%, 5% influencer, you could probably make. 60 to $80,000 a year just from the platforms. Um, if you're doing it properly, like if you, but that's a lot of work, it's a ton of work and it's very hard to do with one person. So uh, if Twitter can pay competitively, that'd be great. Do you think, do you think Twitter should be uh, paying out in, in a coin? Would, would that be, okay. you think that's possible? To, to, to uh, just capture the very initial launch, right? The initial launch of a Twitter coin, Alex's, uh, you know, influencer idea or, or his social coin the, the 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 initial launch of facebook was what they started at harvard the ivy league schools ucs cal states all the universities get all the kids on board first all the college kids on first then open it to the public if you look at the initial launch of clubhouse it kicked ass too they started from influencers they only invitation only they made exclusive and they and then they opened it up so initial launches are all successful we don't need to talk about what happened later or if if you can sustain it or not but to get that initial launch you have to be curated you have to be you have to care about how you seed the 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 protocol or the token so uh i can bring back that mistake with mithril where it's open to anybody to farm where 
maybe initially you're going to have to curate who can farm the token so that um, uh, a lot of a lot of protocols and a lot of businesses do this. So foundation app, you know, one of our NFT platforms that is, in my opinion, pretty successful. It, it, it started with artists and only people that could be on the foundation uh, selling NFTs were artists recommended by the other artists. Like you can't get in there just, you know, permissionlessly. Not, that's kind of weird because it's a little uh, off from the Web3 ethos, but, um, you know, you got to start from somewhere. And I think you can start permission more more curated and later on open up and then become permissionless. But in, the initial launch is very important. Uh, and so seeding it is very important. So, uh, yeah, like Alex, you, you posted that tweet the other day, you know, interact or whatever. And I'm, I'm guessing, you know, and uh, your favorite... <laughs> Your favorite FFF founder or whatever, didn't they make you apply Who? to be D gods or a, a youth or something? Like, you know, FFF? What the hell is that? The, the flip flop, uh, Frank Alex or whatever. The, the thing is, um, going back to it, is again, they did an application system to, to, in order to mint or something like that. I think they did something like that. So, launching it, um, I think curating is, is not a bad idea. I think it's a great idea. It solves the issue that Mithril had. People just botting the living fuck out of the token and just dumping it. Uh, Bark, I can't even hear you. I can't see Machi. I mean, these spaces just get worse and worse by the day. I don't think I want to build on Twitter. Should we just build our own decentralized application? All right. You think you have it in you, Bark? Uh, uh, can you even I, hear me, Bark? Huh? Can you hear me? This is Earth to Earth to Alex. Um, Earth to Alex. Uh, this is Captain Bark speaking. Can you, uh, can you copy? I just been reading the closed captioning. Uh, we got Nifty up here. Nifty. I mean, could you just fire up the AI and just say, hey, AI, create us a decentralized application and we'd be done with it? You could ask um, to solve different specific problems for you. When it comes to creating, it can also create a uh, different solidity code if you give it the right parameters um, and ask for for the right things on there. It'll also create that for you real quick. Okay, I'm, I'm becoming more and more bullish on AI. The more I'm, I'm understanding, Nifty, why don't you make like an AI project? Um. I'm doing my one-on-ones right now. I just, um, I'm really spread out thin. I run a mattress store over here and my wife and the baby, no help. So um, it, it would be um, a lot. And, and for me to do a project like that, a bigger project, um, I would really need to devote a lot of time to and, and really look at all of the ways I can provide value for people and I don't think I have, uh, I, I'm able to invest as much time as I need to take on something that big uh, right now. Okay. What's up, Fax? Yeah, get the baby working, man. Get her. We got we got Sphinx up here. Uh, she knows somebody that knows Elon. So we're going to continue to be nice to her and hopefully get Elon into one of our spaces here soon. What's up, Sphinx? <laughs> what up um machi i have a question for you 
what year did you come out with, uh, I'm sorry, 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 um, Machi Bai dot, dot, dot. What year did you um, come out with the uh, jump, jump song? Because I might, I might be getting you, I either might be getting you sued or I might be getting you a lot more money. <laughs> 1992. Are you kidding me? 1992. Okay, you guys, there is a song literally called Jump Jump by a group called Criss Cross. Play it. Just play it. It came out in 1992. I looked it up. I was going to, I thought you were going to say like 1952, you know, because of how old you are. And I was going to be like, Machi, I just, you're going to go sue them. Well, one of them's dead, but you're going to go sue the one that's alive, even though they have no money left. That's okay. Um, sue the living shit out of them. How did you both come out the same year? Yo, Machi, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm going to mute. I think, um, I think the first one was jump around. Who the fuck is that? That there's Irish. That is a long time. No, I'm not talking about house of pain. House of pain. That's Machi. What? When's house of pain? Machi, 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 Machi. Did you, Machi, don't listen. It's called jump, jump. I know, crisscross, Chris and I'm telling it's you, literally I think sounds House of like Pain your song. inspired the song. That's what I'm trying. To, that's what I think. Okay, if I remember correctly, maybe, why? Okay, when did House of Pain come out? 1990s. Okay, I'm starting to think that you're scared to talk about um the crisscross. Yeah, because he crisscrossed that right into <laughs> Taiwan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> why are you pressing him about this shit? Man? Oh, this is okay. about old history. This is beyond. Why are you yearbook know? watching him? I mean, well, he said they came out the 1950. The internet wasn't anything pre nineteen ninety eight cannot be confirmed by me, so I don't pay attention. I'm saying to it. we forked House of Pain, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I'm telling you, House of Pain is the fork. Is like oh, is I remember. Like I a, love that song. Something we don't talk about. Okay. House of Pain. Do you not know that song? Jump around. Jump around. Is okay. Is this code? Because I don't get it. But they came out the same year. He says. Never mind. I'm I'm hella 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 gonna go on mute now. What up? What up? Yeah, you need to put that tin foil hat away. I, this trying, is original content. Him. Okay. Back, Just... I was trying to help him out. I thought he, I thought maybe they got it from him because I thought for sure he came out with it first since he's like twenty five thousand years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he did. He's a musical genius. Then we're just gonna leave it at, leave it at that. You know, I mean, you're just Holy like, you know, shit. lyric, lyric watching this guy. No, you know, we've heard his music. You're right. And then House of Pain, Jump Around came out in 1992 also. <laughs> I just Googled it. All three songs are the same year. All yeah, right, some MF wrote that shit. I, I need okay. to three I times. Was... Okay, boomers. I'm going to become boomers. rich now. Thanks, Strings. It's Thanks. not, it ain't 1970 anymore. I mean, we got to move on. We're in I Web guess there 3. was a lot of jumping around that year. We're in Web 3. Y'all are in like Web negative 2. I mean, holy shit. Okay, we're in Web 3, and we need to push forward. You know, the yearbook is fine, uh, but it, that was a that was high school. You know, we got to move. Okay, I'm, I'm interested, Machi. You're... You've been in Web One. You've been in Web Two. Now you're in Web. Why are you still? Why are you still in Web Three? Like, haven't you seen enough webs? Yeah, I was in the no web too <laughs> before the internet. I don't, oh man, it it sounds so funny to say that that there was no internet. <laughs> I was growing up. I know someone else is in there. I don't want to project, but there's got to be some other people in this room that were around when there was no internet. Can't be only me. <laughs> 
First of all, uh, what, I asked my parents what was the question? about the you song. Said, what I didn't about know the I wasn't born. What? Sinks when you're born, I, there, I, there was I no said, internet. I said too? I asked my parents about song from 1992 because I wasn't born. I was also born in 1999. Just saying. Hashtag just saying. Oh, Holy crap. Or we're not going on mute. Sphinx is young. Oh, anyways, um, what'd you say, Bark, about Web 1, 2, 3? Well, oh, okay, so you've seen Web 0, Web 1, Web 2, and now you're in Web 3. Haven't you just seen enough webs? I mean, why Why even bother? Why even bother? Fuck. The fuck should I know? Um, I, and you know, I, I've said this before in the space, same spaces. Um, I'm not looking to be the frontline soldier no more. Like, I've Bang my brain. I've, I've like dig, dug deep to try to figure out how to uh, equalize, level the playing field for social media. I feel fucked by Facebook. I feel like YouTube, TikTok, all these fucking social media platforms take advantage of the creator. I, I don't feel it's a, a symbiotic relationship. I don't think it's been fair. Um, like I want to flip that shit around, right? I want creators to get what they deserve you know i've been in the music business for 30 years like i just feel like the people that write the music the people that make the music just never get a fair shake and it would be cool to see it for once and i've never seen it i've never seen it and and web3 bitcoin ethereum these kind of things make me feel like hey there's a chance there's a chance the community or the other people can can get a piece right and uh Social media, right? They're using our data, our eyeballs, our our content, and they're making a shit ton of money. There's no, there's no way, no way around that, you know. And they got a monopoly on us. Like we have to use their platform. We don't have our own. So when we use their platform, they they shake us down. They they go give us your personal data, give me your fucking content, and for on Facebook's case, I give you zero back. I give you zero back. Like, how much is your picture with your grandma or your family or your friends? Each picture is worth, like, like what? How do you put a price tag on that? And then guess what? <laughs> Facebook has the rights to use all that to put ads all over that shit and make money off of your, your family and friends' photos and your, and your family memories and your, and your videos of your birthdays, videos of you and your friends partying. They're banking money off of every piece of that content, right? And how much do they give you? Zero. Zero. And even if you're a big fucking star like Taylor Swift or someone big and you push your shit on Instagram, you don't get a cut of the fucking ad revenue. Like they get all of it. And so it sounds easy or it sounds beautiful to say, hey, I want to make an Instagram. I'll make a TikTok, but I'm going to share money back to the content creators. That's the concept that Alex is talking about. That's the holy grail. But who's going to figure out someone younger than me, someone during this time frame, right? It's all about timing, right? So when I tried it, it wasn't the right time. I couldn't beat things like Facebook. They just IPO. They had a shit ton of money. They were like the golden boy. But now everybody knows Mark Zuckerberg used to steal our data, give it to everybody. So now we hate him and people are off Facebook. People are more are weary of these social media platforms. Maybe the time is coming where it's time to flip the script. Who knows? But um, I would love to see it. And if I could support it any, any way, I'm in. Yo, Ryan Carson, you really.
Is everyone rugging or is it me? I'm just. It's just I'm you. I'm listening in. Oh, Bart came off mute, so it must it's be me. me. It's you. You're having a peaceful moment, man. God. Yeah, there's definitely something what Machi just said. You know, you see Machi's mithril and almost made it, but where was it? Where's the shortcoming? Well, the bots, I think. And also, I feel like um, just building right on top of an already operational application would probably be the actual win strategy for something like this. I, I don't know. Uh, facts. What's your thoughts on building on top of a, an existing application? I mean, I think that the best situation here is that our friend Elon, who has a DGen side to him that shills Dogecoin, that tweets out, you know, crypto bots in the reply. So he knows about NFTs. He, he must understand and see what we see here, which is that content creators are an important piece of the puzzle in terms of the growth, uh, the growth strategy of a platform and the popularity of a platform. And if he could take care of the content creators and get them off of this kind of like multiple different apps that they feel like they need to engage with right now. So like, for example, What's broken about Twitter beyond all of the bots and all of that other stuff is that like if you want to post a video like you got to you got to drop like a YouTube link, um, but that doesn't make too much sense. And so they don't want you to go off of Twitter. So those get kind of like shadow banned or like if you want to drop an article you got to like drop like a medium or, or something like that. Like, again, like taking you off the app. So like this, everything app, I think like the early phase of that, what that looks like is just make the different forms of content that people like to consume all native to the app as to like taking care of the content creators. Like I don't really see this becoming, you know, I, I can't really see clearly how like the blockchain is going to be truly decentralized, but I do think that crypto can be used to uh, pay content creators better than they're getting paid at the other platforms and it'll become the place to be for content. And if that's the case, it's going to become the number one app overall. And so like, there's a lot of incentives there to align with the content creators. And I think Elon sees that and like that, I'm hoping that's what we're seeing play out. Yeah, the everything app will decentralize all the social medias, and you're right. Don't need to upload to TikTok, YouTube. Although, why do people? So, Bark, you upload your TikTok. Do you upload to Instagram Reels? Do you do you upload yes. to YouTube Shorts? No. Uh, okay, you can't hear me. Yeah, the every the thing the videos get posted to TikTok and Instagram Reels, but uh, we tried YouTube and didn't see success there uh, for pro lack of consistency. You know, lack of consistency there. Uh, but it's very difficult to manage the output with multiple platforms because each platform has nuances. So YouTube is not a platform that I feel like as uh, sharp on as the other ones because they all have nuances and you need to learn them. Like Twitter is very nuanced uh, compared comparatively to other platforms. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's it. Would you, are, do you going to, are you going to post NFT content on any other platform, Alex? Is it even worth it? Hmm. YouTube would be the only other one I would, I would think, but no, it's a waste of time. There's no one, 
able to move the needle in NFTs uh, outside of Twitter. I mean, is there a single YouTube mf that anyone knows? That like, oh shit, this YouTube person said this, go buy it. No, YouTube moves way too fucking slow. This goes way faster, so information. We got Dr. Solana up here. Dr. Solana, people are making fun of Solana and it's in your name. Are you bullish on Solana? Bro, that's a big problem right now. Solana's a big problem? No, it, it being my fucking name. Why, are you not bullish on Solana? I'm bullish on Solana, but like people are just tearing each other apart in this shit, bro. Why don't you just change your name? The doc. No, like on the timeline, like gods and monkeys and boogles and fuckers all fighting each other. It's just not. It's just not, not good. Hmm. No one's ever <laughs> fucking with the lizard. <laughs> Yo, but uh, yeah. Uh, I shot Bark a DM on something that I think you guys should look into. It's like a new platform that's going to combine like TikTok, IG, and YouTube, and 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 Twitter and stuff together. And uh, it might be something. It might be. And I think they're going to be launching a free NFT, free, no money, uh, for the first people to sign up for it. So I don't want to show it, but uh, yeah, just look into it. It might be something. And if if leaders like y'all move over there and you know try it out later on, and if it's good, it might be something. And there will be like a token uh, related to it, I believe. Yeah, yeah, dude, so we can it. shill it, dude. I've heard of it. It's called the Irrelevant App. Dude. We're just shilling right here in the space. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. facts, facts. You were trying to shill the fucking dog. <laughs> Look, I, I'm looking at the website. Right it's, a, it's an application that combines all social medias, or is it its like own application? Is it an aggregator for social media? It's not an aggregator, but it's like you're gonna be able to do like spaces or. Or uh, like, if you want to share your face, you can, or you can put a your NFT as a filter over it um, that has pretty good like, like, you know, like when you use the filters, if it sucks, it's like bad. If it like glitches and shit, but uh, I think it, it it'll be like using uh, that tech, and um, you can you can stay undocked if you want to and stuff like that. So, pretty interesting. Hmm. Facts. Would you use that app? I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm not like out here just trying to create content and chill all day. I just more wanted to talk about NFTs and you guys, apparently that's not even a fucking allowed in this space as NFT space. You can't talk about NFTs. I'll use whatever app. Ultimately, I think what it is, is like, I'll use whatever app like is really relevant and necessary and what I'm trying to do. Like I used to use Instagram a lot more. I did set up an NFT account on Instagram. And there's some engagement, but it's also like every time you say NFT, it's just botted. It's all bots. It's like terrible, you know, bad form. What's up, Dr. Solana? Question. Why do you think uh, NFTs like platforms or uh, accounts don't do well on Instagram, given that it's like a visual aesthetic kind of like, you know, layout? Why do you think that? Yeah, because when you go outside of our echo chamber, nobody gives a fuck about NFTs, dude. You're in here every day like with like the same people. and We all think this is super important. And this is all we want to talk about. But you step right outside of this app, you know, outside of this echo chamber, even within this app, and nobody gives a fuck, man. Like the people on Instagram, you just posting monkey pictures and shit. They just think you're weird, you know? So I, I try to pull back from that because like my IRL, like, like reputation, like took a big hit when I started 
you know, putting monkey pictures on Instagram. So I was like, you know what? And then I went on a Twitter and then it's funny because one of my friends, dad's like longtime friend grew up with this guy. I know his whole family and his dad is like, Hey man, we went to a football game. Like I picked him up. We went to a football game. So we had a chance to catch up and chat. And he was like, Hey man, sorry, but I had to unfollow you on Twitter because you were just, I, you know, like, I don't know what you were talking about with all this stuff, just these weird pictures. Like, you know, so don't take it the wrong way. I mean, essentially, that's that's where we're at. Like, make no mistake. What problems is this new social media set out to fix, Dr. Solano? Well, I, I think it's the friction between different platforms. And it's like bringing people that are interested in these like things, like we're NFTs, to a singular platform where you don't have to hop between different things. And like you said, it's potentially an aggregator. Uh, I've suggested that uh, previously um, to just do that probably so that people can carry over their accounts because the biggest friction I see is that people won't want to start over account uh, from scratch. But, you know, who knows? Everything's all new. It's worth a shot. We got Shilly Bitch up here. Shilly Bitch, what's up? It's been a hot minute, bitch. Hey. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, so... When are you going to start monetizing these spaces, bitch? Because, you know, first of all, I don't want you to have to be... Because you've got to pay your bills as well. You've got food to get. You've got bills to pay. Um, but I don't want other... You know, you to have hidden agendas or I want you to be as transparent as you can. And I want us to make a shit ton of money off of you. You know, you've got such a good traffic of people here that if you at least monetized one of them or two of them a week and we all kind of, you know, you set your little terms and conditions and whatever and you say, look, it's a free-for-all on the market. Good luck out there. But I would advise everybody to be a little bit friendly with the, you know, the trading... Um, activities and stuff but you should monetize some of this my friend um get some of us you know because you've got such a good flow of traffic and people would pay for that you know even if it was what um two pound two pound a person just to come into a space if you did two of those a week and you get a thousand you do it a minimum thousand entry you've got two thousand pound a space just for what an hour of alpha let's go um do that twice a week and then get it set up but um you need to start making some money out of this um that's my take on it. So you can start getting stuck into us because right now we're all waiting for regulation. Don't wait. Let's not wait. Let's just clean this shit up now. Um, yeah, that's my take on it because we're, we're all waiting. And when we wait, by the time it comes, it's not going to be in our favour. That's for sure. So we need to start building the infrastructure that goes around it, that kind of self-regulates. We need someone to do some a decentralised KYC um, because we need some accountability in this space. There is absolute zero. Um, and yeah, when you build this coin and that lot, try to incentivize, or at least my advice, darling, my advice, try to incentivize um, good. Um, don't follow the market at the moment where it's just extraction, 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 um, because everyone's getting fucked. And if you want mass adoption, there's a very easier, much easier way to get it. Build something that, you know, you would bring your mum in or your sister or your brother. Because as soon as we have that, where it's not such a, a high probability of people losing so much money, we're all going to go get the people we love and go, guys, you need to come in. And then that's going to have a knock-on effect. And that'll have an, it'll spread like coronavirus, bitch. But right now, we don't want to bring our parents here. We don't want to bring our friends here. We look mad to them because we're not in control of the market. You know, the powers that be are. And, and when we talk about this space, all they see is a big crashing market on the news. And we can't really blame them. You know, I don't want to bring my family here right now. Not until um, we've got a little bit more influence in the space and there's a bit more, um, less funneling to the top and a little bit more wealth distribution. And when you, I'll shut up after this one, darling. You know I can't stop. But um, when you mentioned this um, artist on social media, I won't give too much away, but imagine 
all the wealth that an artist make, imagine if you could multiply that in the form of another sort of currency and that would be distributed to those uh, the fans that are connected to that artist. So in essence, the artist would get all the money they've earned directly, but then they would be able to multiply that in a different form and distribute it to their fans, you know, spreading in ridiculous amounts of wealth across the fans while they've got all their 100% of their salary. So just, just think of... I don't want to give too much away, but just think of um, what this technology is, is capable of. There is so much opportunity that comes with it. And the best thing is, because I treat the word crypto or the concept is safe. It's like a lock. So whatever idea you have, it's protected. You can make it impenetrable. You can make it so the outside world can't shut it down. Um, that's my advice. Okay. What would you do to earn social tokens? And then what would you use the social tokens for? So, that's well, to you, Shelly Bitch. Back to you, Shelly Bitch. Um, what was I going to say? I would, first of all, when I say incentivize good there, so what we want is we want Web3 adoption. So to think about what you want for the greater good of the space. You want more people coming in. You want people connecting. Um, so I would, I would make, if two people make friends, and if, so if on Twitter, if you highlight your account as a Web3 account, and then you follow somebody, and that person follows back, you've made a Web3 connection, that would release tokens to you. If you um, are communicating with Web3, um, that would release tokens to you. But also, I would have a feature next to it, like retweet and token, that if somebody writes a good thread, whether it's inspirational, whether it's um, to do with a project, or whether it's to do with really good alpha, that users can choose to token that. And it might be just one token, and you know, if you think of Dodge, it might be not point not one or something. But that adds up when you've got a shit ton of followers. But the, you allow the users to go, what is of value to me? And then you incentivize people to write good stuff. You incentivize the users of a, a social media to go, oh, I want to think about what I write here. I don't just want to engagement fam. I want to bring value to the people that are reading my shit because they're going to pay me for it. So just incentivize the space that you want to see because it, that'll minimize spam. When you link the two Web3 accounts, it'll get rid of bots because they've got, you know, they've got to be two separate accounts that have identified as a Web3 individually. Um, so just think about stuff like that and, and what we want the space to be in the future and how we get more people. And that's what I would say. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> You've come to sing with me again. <laughs> Where are you? Yeah. Lost me. Lost me, bro. I don't know. I didn't. I, I couldn't follow that. Christine. What's what are you up? listening you to this shit back? <laughs> Dude, you guys are all fucking high on hopium. Like, you're all talking about creating unregulated securities. Like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, literally, this is the reason why ApeCoin's being invested. If a coin hasn't been around for a year and you're in the States and you get it and you don't have a VPN, you're probably going to be looked into. Like, what the fuck is everyone doing here? Like, Oh, this conversation literally gave me a fucking headache, and I need three Advil now. This is Christina. I'm complete. Jesus Christ, my love. Okay, I was just having connection issues. Uh, this could go out at any moment. The lights could go out. Um, it's been a pleasure playing with you tonight, everybody. Uh, it's been a pleasure playing with you tonight. Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, Christine, I can't even see you on the stage at the moment. So. That's crazy. I can't even confirm. I look to my left. This guy's glitching. Look yeah, to my right. The this secret guy's to life. Anyone want to say it before we rug? I don't know about that, but I will say in response to your ApeCoin allegations, 
and all of this stuff that you just said about us breaking the laws. I want to point out that. No, I that, said they're un, unregulated securities and most people haven't registered their coin as securities. It's a very simple way to go about it and do it legally, but most people aren't doing that. And so that's the problem. And everyone's just making all these fucking coins and it's going to be a problem with the IRS and the SEC. Unless they do that. It could be a problem. It could be a big problem. But the thing is, is like, you know, I'm not, I don't work for the SEC and I also have not put out one of these coins. And, and so like, there's no laws that currently say whether it is or is not a security. It's open interpretation and other, I, uh, you know, anybody can go ahead and try to do their interpretations, but I don't think it's necessary for me to do that interpretation. I think that the regulators and the lawmakers like they're doing and planning can make those interpretations 